The opinions expressed during this podcast are the individual's own and do not represent those of Wyndham City Council. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Recently Returned. I'm one of your hosts, Kirsty, and I'm joined by my co-host, Janine. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to take a look back at some of the books we loved in 2022. You'll be hearing our favourite reads uh, and favourites from colleagues and community members who sent in what they enjoyed reading the most last year. Some of these are new titles and others are older releases. We're also going to share Wyndham Library's top borrowed titles of 2022 in all of our favourite categories. And we'll kick off with the most borrowed crime title. Our most borrowed crime novel for 2022 is The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. This is a book where in a peaceful retirement village, four unlikely friends meet up once a week to investigate unsolved killings. But when a local property developer shows up dead, the Thursday Murder Club find themselves in the middle of their first live case. It puts another flavour to retirement hobbies. This title is available in large print, regular print and on our e-library. Just a reminder, there is a lot of recently published Australian rural crime for those readers who like to follow local writers. But moving away from crime, let's look at fantasy. Our top fantasy read was The Awakening by Nora Roberts. You know, I was surprised to see that top the list as I'm not familiar with the title at all. And, you know, I read a lot of fantasy. So maybe you can put that down to Nora Roberts' enormous popularity, but um, I'll have to give it a go. I was a lot more familiar with the, the second most borrowed fantasy title, though. Uh, the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. Uh, it's a beautiful tale of a painful Faustian bargain, and it was definitely on my short list for the best thing I read last year. So does that mean your favourite book for 2022 was a fantasy title? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, it was. It was a close race um, with a funny crime book, so... Um, it's interesting that you mentioned so many Australian crime authors, but my favourite book was The Golden Enclaves by Naomi Novik. It might be a little controversial because uh, it's the third book in a trilogy, which means you're going to have to read all of them, but they're such high-octane fun. You'll just speed through the first two before you get to The Golden Enclaves. Imagine Harry Potter if the school was trying to kill the students, add a dash of Lord of the Flies, and you might come close to imagining the world you're about to enter. At the start of the trilogy, our main character, Elle, is an outcast in her school for magically gifted children, where there are no teachers, and the only goal is to graduate without being killed by the monsters constantly trying to sneak past the magical wards. And... When graduation is a bloodbath, you can't afford to have no allies. I love that though the books are fast-paced and full of adventure, the characters still all have room to grow. Al is 
a snarky, cynical narrator, and I love the vulnerability and secret soft sides that start to shine through over the course of the books, while still maintaining that edgy spark that just compels you to read on. Fans of Novik's Uprooted and Spinning Silver fairy tale retellings, this is a completely different feel, so don't go expecting more of the same. But she brings that same attention to detail to the complex world building in this new setting from the construction of the school and the monsters they face to how students of different cultures and different magical specialties band together or exclude others. The reason this final book, The Golden Enclaves, edged its way into my top spot for what I read in 2022 is because it's just so clever. You start reading and you realize that the author has spent the entire previous two books setting up a giant plot hole that now has to be resolved in spectacular fashion. I hope that's not saying too much. Um, I'd say this is a crossover trilogy, so suitable for adults and older teens, and you'll see it in both areas of the library. Wow, what a series. I'm not sure how I would have gone with a bloodbath for graduation and monsters along the way. No wonder it's high octane. <laughs> School's already hard enough, isn't it? I think so. It uh, sounds so cleverly written. That was what really impressed me with Harry Potter as well, that what was set up in the very first book carried right through to the very last book, and I found that really exciting. So this sounds just a terrific series. Thank you so yeah, much. thank you. Um, I hope our, our listeners pick it up and enjoy it. So Vivian, uh, one of our librarians, has also picked a title with a bit of magic in it. Let's hear from her now. Hello everyone, my name is Vivian. I work at Point Cook Library. My book for review this year is The White Hair by Jane Johnson. I like this writer. Well, I like some of her work. Anyway, this book is about an old house that a family purchased, the mother, the daughter and the daughter's daughter. And the idea is that the mother will restore it to its former glory. But there are evil and good spirits around. The good spirit is the white hair, sometimes seen, but sometimes appears as a white light. It's truly magical. The story is very involved but clear. I highly recommend it. It is a magical book and it's good versus bad and goodwill out. What a great recommendation. It sounds like there's a bit there for lovers of magic, but also for people who want to immerse themselves in a family story. So really it's the best of both worlds. Thanks for sending that through, Vivian. Josh, another librarian here at Wyndham, also enjoys traveling to other worlds. And I'm going to read out his recommendation. It's Dead Silence by S.A. Barnes, a captivating science fiction horror story that follows Claire Kovalik and her crew as they investigate a mysterious distress signal. The signal leads them to the Aurora, a space liner that disappeared during its maiden voyage over 20 years ago. 
As they try to uncover the truth about the ship's disappearance and the deaths of all on board, the crew is drawn into a terrifying mystery. With realistic characters and a gripping plot, this book kept Josh hooked from the start to the very finish. You know, when Josh emailed that to me for the podcast, I was immediately curious and added the book to my out-of-control-to-be-read list. It sounds like another great addition to the space mystery subset of sci-fi books. In other sci-fi news, June has been our top 2022 title borrowed uh, at the library, continuing popularity after the 2021 film release. Lots of readers in 2022, though, wanted to stay closer to home, um, close to their hearts and minds, their families. And so our most popular read overall was the non-fiction title Atomic Habits, Tiny Changes, Remarkable Results, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones by James Clear. In this book, a leading expert on habit formation reveals practical strategies to form good habits, break bad ones, and master the tiny behaviours that lead to remarkable results. Clear is an expert on habit formation, and he reveals practical strategies that will teach you exactly how to form good habits, break bad ones, and master the tiny behaviours that lead to remarkable results. People still talk about the habits that they want to break that we all made during lockdown, and I wonder if this makes it such a popular book. It's also proved to be very popular, not just here at Wyndham, but in many, many bookshops and other libraries. I can see where that would be really popular. I definitely have habits I'd like to break including the fact that I have now chosen two magic school books in a row for my best of the year picks. I promise I do read other things. (laughs) Anyway, romance has also been really popular with our readers with The 40 Rules of Love by Alif Shafak being our top romance loan of 2022. Claire, another librarian here at Wyndham, has also enjoyed romantic reads. She shared a title that lovers of romance would really love. Let's listen to Claire's audio. My best book of 2022 was Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. This book tells the story of childhood friends Macy and Elliot, who fell in love when they were young and tragically became estranged. A decade later, they run into each other and are forced to deal with the fallout of the incident that destroyed their relationship all those years ago. I love this story as it was really well written and structured, alternating between the past as we watch Macy and Elliot's relationship bloom and ultimately disintegrate, and the present where Macy and Elliot try to work out if they can overcome their past and be together once more. The characters were likeable, interesting and relatable. Love and Other Words is part women's fiction, part contemporary romance, and would be perfect for fans of Emily Henry and Helen Huang. I'm really touched by such passion and insight. Thank you, Claire. Bettina, a member of the Adult Services and Program team, has also shared a moving story. The Other Side of Beautiful by Kim Locke, and I'll read her recommendation for you. 
The story follows the very likeable main character, Mercy Blaine. The book opens with Mercy's house burning down. This is a house that she hasn't been able to leave for two years. Dealing with grief, anxiety, panic attacks and more, she escapes it all by buying a run-down old van and taking off up the highway with her loyal companion, her dog, Wasabi. This is a great story, filled with so many emotions. We are taken on a journey of self-discovery as Mercy travels outback Australia, meeting so many quirky characters along the way. Mercy's journey is a heartfelt one, overcoming fear and tragedy, finding home wherever you are, and finding a bit of romance along the way. If you're looking for a feel-good story, then this is a read you need to pick up. Thank you so much for Tina for your recommendation. Yeah, that's a great pick. It's funny and full of pathos. Uh, we actually read it for book club last year, so shout out to everyone who joined us for that discussion. Helen, another staff member at Wyndham, continues our journey of love with her best read from last year. Let's listen to it now. How We Love, Notes on a Life by Clementine Ford is a personal account of the different relationships in her life and how they have shaped the person she has become. Starting from her first romantic love in university through to the unconditional love as a mother to her child, Clementine explores the different facets of love, whether familial, romantic or platonic. Her journey is often painful, certainly joyous and often wryly funny. Although women will resonate with Clementine's point of view, anyone can identify with the need to understand how the relationships around us help form our identity. How We Love is an impactful and thoughtful memoir. A wonderful read, showing us ourselves in moments of both truth and joy, which can be challenging, but also quite wonderful as well. Yeah. I've not read any Clementine Ford books, but I've heard great things. So it's not that surprising to hear her name pop up here. Thanks for sending that through, Helen. I'm just going to quickly run through some of our other most borrowed items from 2022 because it's always interesting to see what the Wyndham Library community is reading. Becoming by Michelle Obama has been our top biography, which is surprising given I think that she's recently had a second book published. So maybe everyone's catching up on the first one. Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens is once again very popular and the top adult fiction title following on from the film release last year. Plus, in a fairly new category, our top graphic novel is Saga by Brian K. Vaughan. This last one is a series, so you'll have plenty to enjoy. One of our listeners, Leah, has sent in another great recommendation via Facebook. She says that for her best read for 2022, she was torn between A Clash of Steel, a Treasure Island remix by C.B. Lee, and Fire Becomes Her by Rosie Thor. Yes, they're both fantastic reads, and no wonder you were torn, and no wonder she loved the characters and their journeys. Thank you so much, Leah. I've not heard of those, but I'll have to look them up now. Janine, we've heard about so many wonderful reads, but I'm curious about yours. 
could you finish us off today with your favourite read from 2022? As you know, Kirsty, and we all have those stack of books which are out of control, yeah. and we also have all those books which have touched us in so many ways. Mm. So it can be a really challenging choice, but I've chosen the title that caught me by surprise. The book's called A Great Hope by Jessica Stanley. She was born in regional Victoria and grew up in Canberra and Melbourne. She's worked in journalism and politics before moving to London in 2011. A Great Hope is her first novel and her background plays a strong role in its construction and its content. It's a literary, multi-generational family saga that's ambitious, smart, engaging and touching. It revolves around the protagonist, John Clare, a titan in Australian politics. He's the head of a powerful union and a key player in the election of Kevin Rudd as Prime Minister in 2007. He's also long been tipped as a future leader himself. He has the support of his elegant wife, Grace, his troubled children, Sophie and Toby, and Tessa. The mistress, he thinks, is a secret. (laughs) But John falls brutally and suddenly to his death. The question is, is it an accident or not? This book revels in backroom politics, immersing us in the intersection between the political and the personal. It's been compared to Christosolakis' The Slap, with its focus on deep social currents that raise the dramatic stakes. A Great Hope is a drama with deeper social currents. You're constantly reminded of the context of this story and it's surprisingly engaging in that way because I was surprised I loved it so much. It's totally Mm. gripping with its mysteries unravelling through a complexity of plot and of character. That does sound so, so intense as well. If I didn't know better, I think it was non-fiction. It sounds so detailed and it's so enmeshed in recent history. Did that grounding of, of setting in, I assume, Melbourne like, draw you further into the book? I think it definitely does. I think one of the reasons I love rural crime so much is it draws you into the location. But this book uses Melbourne locations really, really well. So there's an event at Fitzroy Gardens and it's like you're there. Fitzroy Mm. Gardens is a place that I have visited so often and it's one of the appeals for me of local writers to be taken in to locale and history and culture that help tell and reveal the story and the character. So, yes, it played a very big role. What a great book to end on. Uh, Though I I think they were all fantastic, the ones that were mentioned today, and uh, my to-be-read list is now really, really long. How about yours? Um, I'm trying to be really, really... Um, good's not the word, but I'm starting to realise I can't actually read all the books on my list. So 
when I come to the library or I'm looking at reading lists, I say, oh, I'll just put you on hold. I won't take you home today. And that's very challenging because there are so many wonderful reads. And I think, you know, it's so inspiring and humbling to have our community share their reads. So much enjoyment, so much inspiration, so much to think about. So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Kirsty, for sharing your favourite reads and keeping those book lists growing. Yes, <laughs> they're always growing. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. You can listen to more reading recommendations through the podcast summer series, which run over December and January, if you haven't caught up with that yet. Please let us know your thoughts on today's books and share your favourite reads with us on the library Facebook page or drop us a line via email to recentlyreturned at wyndham.vic.gov.au. Thanks again for listening and as always, happy reading. <laughs>